This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister and Strangeland, and you are watching Geekscape. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 94 of Geekscape. This is the movies, video games, and comic book podcast where every week we talk about the latest news and reviews with uh, a couch full of co-hosts. Uh, this week, uh, your, your host, Jonathan London, that's me, is joined by Anthony Tedesco and Clark Crozier, two of our um, writers from the Geekscape site. Anthony uh, is going to be talking later about Fallout 3 on the site. You can actually find his... Um, it's kind of a cursory what works, what doesn't about Fallout 3. Yeah, it's a nutshell review. Very... Very nutshelly. And my favorite article of the site was given to us by uh, Clark over here on the end because he has a picture of himself dressed as an <laughs> MS T3K. Uh, what would you? I was dressed how, as Joel. You were dressed as Joel, yes. and uh, wow. and uh, you made your own um, Tom, Tom Servo. Servo. Yeah, I did. And, and how old were you in, in that photo that's in the article? Nine. Probably about twenty-four. What the fuck happened? I don't okay. Know. Um. I was getting ladies. Steroids. Um, the ladies love robots. No, it was uh, that that was that, that was pretty funny. I, I scrolled down and I see a, a younger Clark sit there and fucking, he's all proud. So I was in character. I grew a little beard. It was, it was nice. It was kind of cute. Yeah. So you guys have been writing for the site for a little bit, and uh, now we're going to give you guys news reviews. Uh, we've got a review of Zach and Mary make a porno. We've got uh, some reviews of the latest comics, and then we're going to wrap it up with some of the latest games. Um, Zach and Mary make a porno. This is Kevin Smith's uh, most recent movie. It stars Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks as two roommates who can't really cover the rent or any of their utilities. So facing eviction, um, they decide, hey, let's make some money the old-fashioned way. Uh, on the internet making pornos um, They've got each other So uh, They've been long time friends They're going to help each other out Get through this To do so they have to have sex with each other And videotape it um, So 
This is a movie that's out right now. Uh, I thought it was extremely enjoyable. Clark, I think, was bracing for me to throw a hate on wow. onto this movie. Yeah. But, wow. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I really, really, really didn't like Clerks 2. Okay. Um, I, Clerks 2, for me, uh, Kevin Smith, as a storyteller, had just advanced so far beyond the first Clerks by the time Clerks 2 rolled around. That I, I felt it was okay. kind of a kind of Did a placeholder. Did you see this? Were you out getting popcorn? Were you going <laughs> to the bathroom during the scene? Yeah. Where they were dancing and you saw the slow motion Rosario Dancing just like, and it was just like, yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. I saw that, that. Made the movie. Made the movie. Yeah, I disagree that one scene can make a movie. I totally agree. You know, because one scene can make a movie. Uh, I agree that there's a really good piece of dialogue towards the end that Randall gives to Dante yeah. and Clerks too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's what the, that's one of Brian's big favorites. The, I, that's the reason I like the movie. Yeah. That's yeah. the scene that made that's, the movie. That's yeah, the scene. Absolutely. And uh, and and I like personally, I like the Lord of the Rings uh, conversation. I thought that was really hilarious. So what we're saying is but, we each like different parts of the movie. But so for they're me, all it, it very good parts to the I'm movie. But you don't though. like them. But but the movie Oops. for me, I know I'm saying I do like those scenes. But the movie as a whole just felt like something that he was. It just kind of got boring for me, you know. Right. And I didn't. I just wasn't into it. And after after showing us so much of like his writing and things like that, I was like, why? Why do you go back to two guys standing there and a protagonist who I wasn't really that into? You know he, what I mean? He did it as a gift. It was not a, not to me. It was a gift for Jay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But you still got to, you know. It was a gift for Jay for for cleaning up. Mm-hmm. It well, really was. He, he why was, did he drag us to the birthday party where he presents a gift to his friend? Well, he's that powerful that he can make a movie <laughs> for his friend for cleaning up. I would make a movie for Gilmore. Uh, as soon as Gilmore starts showing up Aww. on time, I will figure out something to do for you. Whoa, hey, I was more on time than an hour sandwich over here. Mm-mm. These guys were supposed to be here at 7.30. Yeah, 7.30. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Plus, I called. And he called. Oh, you called ahead. You, oh, that's sweet. You don't even call because you know I assume you're going to be late every fucking time. Hey, that's I've been terrible. only been late for the last two weeks. It's all right, officer. <laughs> I only killed this one guy. Yeah. <laughs> I only killed this, him this one This time. week. <laughs> that, that, that's the equivalent of him being like, oh, I only went on a murder spree this week. Can we not count the last two years? I've never known Brian to be on defender. time. I've never known Brian to be on time ever. It's a good thing that he that, that he's not doing well with the ladies because if you ever got a girl pregnant, she would fucking give the she would have birth in the backseat of the car as he's looking for the keys. Like <laughs> he only counts things when they're in a row. That's the only so, time it counts. So, uh, so, so, whatever our feelings of clerks, what, 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 <laughs> I was trying to get back on subject, please. Uh, whatever our feelings of clerks two are, uh, I thought this movie was a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. Um, but do you, do you see how I, I would like this movie, but not like Clerks two? Absolutely, hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? Um, this movie, a lot of people are saying, okay, he's taking Seth Rogen, he's taking Elizabeth Banks, some of the Judd Apatow crowd. Is this just Kevin Smith doing a, a Judd Apatow movie? In no way is this Kevin Smith doing a Judd Apatow movie. This is very much a Kevin Smith movie, and I was so thankful to watch a Kevin Smith movie with Kevin Smith dialogue, Kevin Smith characters, and Kevin Smith situations, which I don't think is a lot like Judd Apatow at all. No, and the best part, I, I think, is, uh, and my girlfriend said this as we were walking out, 
the biggest problem with the Judd Apatow movies. What's the biggest problem with the Judd Apatow they movies? They get long. Pacing. 20 minutes yeah. too long. Yeah. Each one is just, like, just 20 minutes it's, too long. It's what we call in Geekscape the Apatow lull. Exactly. exactly. We, uh, we do that? We do? Yeah, sure. We coined okay. it about a year ago. Who? I host the fucking show. I never heard that. But I get you. Go back in time. Okay. The episode And we're back. There. So, um... Uh, no, no, but it, it should, yeah. we, were, we were walking out of the theater, and she was like, this didn't have the 20-minute lull. This it, was exactly yeah. as long as it needed to be. It, 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 I would even say that it felt a little bit short. Sure. You know, uh, it was enjoyable. Um, I think um, that was that's my biggest comment is that for all of you guys who are like, oh, I don't like uh, the Judd Apatow type stuff or I didn't like Clerks 2 like myself, um, this is a movie that you're actually going to enjoy because I'm, I'm a fan of the... Uh, Advancement of Kevin Smith as a as a storyteller, not just technical, like, like like the Rosario Dawson dancing this and that, not just a technical Kevin Smith, but a Kevin Smith who handles a, a wider uh, a array of characters. He has a lot more of a plot going on, and uh, he covers more ground. I like that kind of a new storyteller. Absolutely, I liked Jersey Girl in that regard. Um, this movie, I feel, covers a lot of ground. At times, uh, he can be a little heavy-handed with some of the character stuff. I think some of the music cues are a little invasive. Like it's like it's like Kevin. We we get it. We know how this character's feeling just from the fact that it's Elizabeth Banks, Banks and uh, Seth Rogen, who I right. think are really good actors. Right, right, right. We we don't. We, you know what I mean? I felt like, like a couple times when, no, when, when they were emoting, I, I I thought we didn't need the music to let us know how they were feeling. Right. But the music was there. I felt like that was a little too much. But you know what? It, it honestly felt to me like he was able to mash up the comedies, the comedy stylings of, of Mall Rats, which mm-hmm. is more kind of outrageous. Yeah, like it know, has a high concept girl to it. Kind of just Anthony's teen, only not speaking because he didn't movie. see the movie. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So now that you've all blown Why it, why don't me. you just sit back and You'll have see. a small? Well, head. we're not going to blow the ending or anything. So. Um, what I what I really liked here, I'll, I'll take this leg. You can, you can have that thigh. Um, was uh, it, it kind of com- combines that? Uh, I can't think. I'm, I'm I feel like <laughs> I'm being molested. I can by think an right uncle. through it. All right, let's just try and do it. Um, so yeah, it's like the comedy of Mallrats with the sincerity of uh, Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. It has that kind of combination like like he was able to put both of those together in one movie in the support usually uh when you make a uh, you know when you see some of kevin smith's earlier movies the focus is very much on the two central characters and uh the supporting characters come in and out of the movie and they, they don't they don't do much more than to provide um either color or that one piece of dialogue that's helpful uh, this movie, yeah, you're centered on the two characters, but the supporting cast is really good, and, they're, and, and, and they're a big part of it. Craig Roberts is it Craig Robinson? I think so. From from, uh, from the from office. the office. Yeah. He, I mean, I loved him in uh, in uh, Pineapple, Pineapple Express. Express. Oh yeah. Fucking funny as hell. Absolutely. In this movie, he's even funnier. Um, this movie is he's really funny, but he also has that sincere side to him. Yeah. That even though it's really damn funny when he gets sad or or, or gets upset. Uh, you do feel for him, right? It's not and just being upset or mad as a joke; it's a piece of character depth. Absolutely, I don't know. I thought that was great. And the two, uh, what Might two, need porn, to close two porn girls? Yeah, uh, really you got too. Tracy Lords in this movie and another right. porn actress, and they're fine. Oh, dude, that's oh. what? What? What Clark, happened? Clark just took the microphone so, and put it up against what? Anthony's question. What? If you sit forward, I, engage with the audience. Okay. Engage okay. With the audience. I'd like to ask a question. How long do you think before Seth Rogen gets, t- we're all Rogened out? 
Um, how many more before we're like, all right, enough Seth Rogen? Already. The thing is, I think uh, this kid can act. You know what I mean? I think he can act, and I think he's extre- I think he's accessible to an audience, and I think he's. Uh, you can feel for the guy, you know. Uh, I, I literally sit through these movies and feel like I'm watching one of you, like you, like Clark or Anthony, Aww. you know. Because I'm like, I, I, I was like, I know these dudes, you know what I mean. I'm much more of a uh, Ryan Philippe or uh, Ben Affleck type. Look at my good side. Ray um, Romano type. Yeah, Justin more like Long. more like Ray Romano type. Justin Long, type. especially in this movie. Hi. <laughs> I'm definitely a Justin Just Long in this. Love. No, but uh, but I think that's the best. I, I I think every now and then Hollywood ebbs and flows you know what i mean uh, it has a balance of you I think know, you're wrong you get a bunch of like the star dudes who are like van damme and they, they, and then that goes away you start getting more of a more of a uh, realistic protagonist and then it starts going towards the ben affleck thing and then there's a reaction against <clears throat> that i think we're in in a place where audiences want to see real people yeah doing real Sweet. things which you know? is why love cool. guru did so well yeah people didn't want to see an Austin powers today right I didn't like it. You saw Love Guru? I was a dare. <laughs> it would have to be. <laughs> no, it really was a dare. But you know, I'm Will Ferrell out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think most. He needs a good project are. at this point. No, he doesn't. He no, needs to not work for the while. Would that be like another Stranger no, Than Fiction? He needs. Because he needs, he Stranger needs Than drama. Fiction was really good. Stranger Than Fiction is really good, but it's. I mean, I was a, uh, an English major in college. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. But I also, in the same sense, thought, how does anyone that's not an English major even like this movie? Because it's, <laughs> it's so. Because it's a good it's, story. It's a, it's a good I thought it was story, good. But it's like the directing's very good. English major jokes well, and and we all writers and novelists and yeah, it's true. It's not that esoteric. Yeah, we do. Uh, we can enjoy hey. this even though we don't have the education. Sorry, we don't. Right, have, I'm sorry, I only got an English I'm minor. I'm sure you Clark. got some of the we job. We need to be wow. an English elitist. Yeah, sorry, Jesus sorry, Christ. sorry, fucking Charles Dickens over here on the left side. But did you see Step Brothers? That was ass. No, uh, I thought it was okay. Never it was saw. ass. Never no, seen. I didn't. I thought it was okay. I just felt like it was one of the. I felt like it was more of like an introductory type of comedy movie, like. Uh, why are you turning your mic on and off I'm not turning it on and off you are no I'm not I'm listening to you click it on and off I can hear the clicks I'm touching it for fuck's sake I'm not turning it on and off it sounds like a bird trying to get in through my window Brian I'll kill you don't don't, don't just stop talking just stop talking so loudly yeah seriously but listen it's your fucking headphones you're like a guy listening to an iPod and being like, hey man, what's up? <laughs> Nothing much! How are you doing? Look at his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck it's is totally up with you, man? I'm bored. I'm just like. You look like Bob's it. big boy with hair. Why don't you look inside? Fallout 3? No. Ed Grimley. Yeah, look at the fucking. Look at the camera. Look, he's got Ed Grimley hair. His hair enters the room before he does. So wow. You're a joke. <laughs> <laughs> a, a bird called and asked if he could sit down on your head. Oh, he made wow. a nest joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He, he schooled you fourth grader <laughs> style. <laughs> That's how we're doing. Now. Yeah, sorry. Now, now they're now he they're now they're improv elitists. Sorry, I didn't blow a couple thousand dollars on classes that didn't get me. Anyway. Um. So, uh, <laughs> who are we making fun of right now? Losing track. What are we doing here? What is this? Okay, where, guys. Where am I? Your thoughts on Sam Mendes doing this? a preacher movie? I think it's a brilliant idea, and he should do two. I love it. 
Clark? I want to see it now. Because we had, well, who do we have doing Preacher for HBO? Mark Steven Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah Director yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah, Ghost yeah. Rider and Daredevil. This, um, is, this is like leaps and bounds. <laughs> night and day. Night and day. Oh, and I just finished The Preacher probably a month ago. Really? Is your first time reading it? First time. With all the shit you have in your place, yeah. I would have <laughs> thought it was like... Clark, the... you are an up-to-date geek. I know. You're just now finished. I just finished wow. it. I mean, I, I, mean, so I started it a few months ago. I went through it real it. quickly. I remember reading Preacher, sitting in line for fucking Phantom Menace. Yeah. Wow. It's It's been a while, but... Oh my God! It's such an amazing story. In a, in the in the hands of Mark, uh, Mark Stephen Johnson, we're all sitting here going, "Oh my God, no, 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 no!" But and now Sam it was going to be a TV show. So a TV show, which he, you know, director has a heavy hand in. Absolutely, for the first episode. No, no, no. But here's here's a good point that uh, Zack Snyder actually brought up when he was uh, when we did, did that Watchmen thing. Flomo's um, cool. He's oh uh, sorry, but because a lot of people are like Watchmen, you know, these like long comic books that people want to see come to life they should be tv shows because there's too much to capture in one movie or a few movies or blah 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 but you're not going to have the budget at a, on a tv show that you will to have a movie so mm-hmm. if you can do it in like one or two or three movies and like really really capture it the way it should be mm-hmm. you should and that's one of the things that sold me on the watch i'm like okay it's a good point well here's the thing for me there's a, a big difference between preacher and say Avatar, the last, Airbender, yeah. last Airbender, yeah. that show, and I've been talking about this with several people because it's being uh, written or directed or mm-hmm. both by Shyamalan, yeah. and he wants to split it up into three movies, and there isn't a, a, a stopping point at the end of, there's three seasons, mm-hmm. there isn't a stopping point at the first or second season, just there's no flow. finale to it, so I can't imagine him creating some fake finale for the first half if he's going to split it up into three parts preacher on the other hand i can think of tons of stopping yeah. points where you can just do the first third of the story and then or boom, just the first the two first movie the first two trades i think are yeah. really strong i think there's i think there's two or three trades worth of material in the nine trades of preacher that i think could be taken out and you won't miss them sure um but you know, a good a good trilogy of preacher would be really nice. Yeah. I'm wondering, would you want to take out Salvation? Uh, is that the one with the, with the, the town? The town and the dude loves to hump the meat. Yeah. Th- that that by that by that point it was I was starting to really want preacher if, to wrap up. If it was a TV show, that would have made a very good episode. But in a movie, you but don't in really a movie, need it. It's it's totally a few episodes. Um, maybe like two or three. As far as as far as fluid storylines going in and I, you know you know that. Moments passed between each of the Lord of the Rings movies the way they were adapted, but they had pieces of, like like, uh, Fellowship of the Ring had parts of Two Towers in them, and you sure. know they borrowed from each other. They, sure, sure, they, sure. they 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 worked it. So I can see how Airbender might work in three films that are fluid. Under that hand, <laughs> under the, I don't know, Shyamalan, you gotta you gotta work it back. To, you also have to keep in mind that Fellowship had a big cl- you know yeah. climactic ending. Yeah. Two Towers had a big climactic ending. And those are the ones they use with films, yeah. Air, Airbender, it doesn't have a big. Do you have climactic. the Airbender DVDs? I don't. I gotta, I gotta watch Airbender because everybody I'm in the waiting, world is I'm waiting for the whole series to come out because now they're out in three different mm-hmm. books. No, I, I, I get it. That's how I am with Project Runway. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> jo- Joaquin Phoenix uh, announced that he's gonna stop he's acting. Up acting. He's yeah. giving up acting uh, that's, that's to really, concentrate on really his singing. It's a really good. I'm idea. giving up singing. <clears throat> 
I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I've hit my peak. So um, that was a bit of, of news that I somebody posted on the on the website, and I was like, okay, well, I'll say yeah. it, but I don't think it's that big a deal. Think there are uh, odds in Vegas? I think you can bet on that in like, Vegas. Like, ooh, you think Ethan Hawke's gonna quit? Is he gonna make it? Like, is he? How long do you think he'll long, last? Which yeah. actor's next? How long is he gonna be off? The there list? are some actors who gave up on acting a long time ago. They're just still sure. showing up. Yeah, that's very true. Then there's name some act. Name one. Name is one my one fucking one. career gets blacklisted? No. Well, they still make money. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Rick Moranis did. Rick Moranis. He did. He quit. He, quit. he retired. Why? What was the last thing he Why? Did? What was the last thing he did? Uh, Brother Bear. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Whooped ass. Woo! I was, I was, I was going to say the last thing he did was count money, because it seems like he's just, <laughs> you know, if you can retire, sure. Um, Thank so, God he didn't do the Spaceballs TV show. So talking about... Um, oh, God. Isn't oh. it terrible? Ooh, was it really bad? Oh. Oh, oh, Remember they were promoting that at Comic-Con two years ago? Oh, yeah. And then I, I didn't even know it. I, I totally forgot about that. I love Spaceballs, too. Yes. I love Spaceballs. We had a Mog on the show last week. Yes, I know. Horrible. <laughs> half man, half dog. He's his own best friend. Yeah. And, and the cartoon was horrible, huh? Wow. Oh, it's terrible. Each huh? episode is... Uh, uh, it, it, a parody of one specific movie. So uh, one is a parody of Lord of the Rings. One is a parody of Star Wars. One so is a parody fucking, of, yeah. of Footloose. You know, it's just really. So it was stupid. like a TV equivalent of like scary movie. Yeah, kind uh, of. Yeah, that's kind not of. fun. Um, so we we were talking about uh, big series trilogies, that sort of thing. It looks like Spider Man is going to continue. They now have a screenwriter for Spider Man Four. Uh, David Lindsay Abair, who is a um, Nobel, Prize Nobel Prize winner. winner. I think it's okay. Uh, um, I don't know if it's Nobel Prize. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was. I read Nobel Prize somewhere. No, no. Do you mean perhaps no. Pulitzer? Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize? Pulitzer Prize. Do you mean maybe the Pulitzer? I'm, I think it might be. If Pulitzer. he's a writer, it, we have I, an English could, major here. Oh, well, sorry. I'm guessing it's a Pulitzer. Just throwing that out there. Where did you get your English degree, Clark? The Pulitzer. Um, Woodman College. <laughs> everybody's from, everybody's like logging. I got it, it from the University of Phoenix. <laughs> everybody's Columbia like, University. He's online. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> My teacher was like a search bar. Do, had to do this <laughs> to, to prove that I'm online. My teacher was a tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> My teacher was video professor. Was you have 55 minutes left for this exam. He's on fucking Google looking up answers and what shit was like that. Typing teacher program. Mavis like Beacon. Oh, Mavis, Mavis Beacon. Beacon. I took wow. the Mavis Beacon program. You knew that way too fast. Like, um, you didn't even have to process that in your head. You literally just. But so yeah, the, this uh, Pulitzer Prize winner. Uh, <laughs> or Nobel Prize winner. He's not a Nobel. I guarantee he's not a Nobel Prize winner. Academy uh, Award winner. <laughs> This, th th this guy's writing <laughs> Spider-Man 4. Uh, I think he won most likely to make a straight-to-video movie. <laughs> can, you, can you bring that down, Brian? This is the this is the the, the thing, and I ha made sure to put it in a little tiny frame. Uh, when I was leaving Columbia, uh, the kids in my class gave me this, and it says, <sighs> most likely to make a career in straight-to-video. So what I'm going to do when I make some money is I'm going to acquire their films and then dump them on video in other countries. That's and be like, idea. wow, I did make money off of other <laughs> off of straight to video. Your films going straight to video. Yeah. So in Phuket. Thank you for that inspiration. I, I leave it right there, um, so I know exactly who I'm coming after. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with me. Uh, 
<laughs> um, so guys, we're talking Spider-Man 4. Christopher Nolan has ruled out the possibility of doing a Batman-Superman crossover because he says uh, Batman is the only kind of superhero in his universe. He kind of set he kind of set up the standard of this uh, somebody going out as a vigilante, and that kind of spurred the Joker. How do you it's, work Superman or other superheroes into that world? It's a reality-based. Yeah. It's a reality-based storytelling. Yeah. yeah, you can't bring in mystical, magical, superpower, otherworldly items in a reality-based mm-hmm. project. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you try to explain, you know, the whatever gifts Batman has in in the context of a Batman movie, and then you throw in somebody with X-ray vision, it just kind of destroys. That's uh, why Rajah Ghoul didn't have any magical powers. Yeah, they won't be bringing him back with the Lazarus. Pit? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't and think why so. the Joker seems so ridiculous because he's supposed to be basically as nuts as it gets right now. Right, exactly. In the Nolan movies, exactly. Yeah, which makes sense. That's fine. So he ruled that out. Um, so no, I don't think it's a JLA, big surprise. Batman, so no JLA like Avengers style Batman movie then. Well, you can do it. It's just not going to be the Batman Begins continuity. You know? I, I think. You think they would do it? Sure, they would. Yeah, they, uh, dude, there's money to be made. Yeah, like absolutely. A kids Batman movie, like a this, yeah. Like, this is basically just going to be a more commercial, shittier Batman movie. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't. I I, you know what? It's I don't see why you have to be stuck to one continuity if you're making money. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think they'll they'll see that either. Marvel right now is doing. They've got two versions of the Hulk. Okay, but they kind of tried to meld them a little. But and now they're only working with one. Same, you know, they don't have two simultaneous ones going. And if Christopher Nolan stops doing Batman, guess what? I hate to tell you, they're going to keep making Batman movies. Right, but how they're going to keep Christopher Nolan for as long as they can because not everyone's going to make think them he'll a come billion back? dollars. I mean, he might come back for a third not movie. Not everyone's going to make you know? them a billion dollars, though. They understand the value of a Chris Nolan Batman movie. Sure. Right, but they're sure. already in the works with that whole plan of the JLA dark shit. dark means good yeah, I mean they had an idea for a JLA movie it fell apart but they really wanted to make that fucking movie you know they almost start, pulled it off um, what I want for those meddling I, kids I mean I don't even a Batman Superman I would like to see a Christopher Nolan take but the way he set it up yeah it doesn't I don't think it would be satisfying um, what what do you guys think about what's your whole take on this uh, on this Rhodes being Jim Rhodes being replaced in the uh, Iron Man movies? Love it because you have you, you had this <laughs> first actor. Uh, love it. You had Terrence yeah. Howard. Terrence Howard. And then you look up one day. Nope, it's not going to be Terrence Howard. It's Don nope. Cheadle as James Don Rhodes. Don Cheadle, who is Don quite Cheadle. possibly the coolest yeah. motherfucker in the world. Yeah. Really, you say that? Love yeah. Don yeah. Cheadle. And that's because Isaac, Isaac yeah. Hayes died, correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Once he died, the the chain of events led to Don Cheadle becoming the one. I saw him at a, uh, I was over on like Robertson and Beverly and I saw Don Cheadle over at this uh, coffee bean, coffee bean and he seemed cool waiting for his coffee. Uh, You know. He's a cool dude. He seems cool. cool But you, you, you actually prefer Don Cheadle. Absolutely. I would, I, I, I really liked Terrence Howard. Mm -hmm. I thought he was great. Ladies and I gentlemen, thought he was adequate. Star. I thought he was adequate. At he best. was he was good for what I mean. He mm-hmm. was in like two scenes. You know what? Yeah. Sucks. But, that, but that's yeah. His his role was small enough. I think that you can make a change, kind of like the Rachel in yeah. the, in in the Batman movies. Which nobody and it's not going to be. About. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. make that much of a uh, of a change. You yeah. know what sucks for uh, what's his face though? For Terrence uh, Howard. Yeah. Next time, baby. Well, nope. This is what I read today. What I read today was because Terrence Howard was the first one signed on to the Iron Man movie. 
he ended up getting paid the most. Hmm. And he probably has like the smallest screen time Seriously. out of the four majors. Wow, when you think of the four majors, you've got Gwyneth Paltrow, Oscar winner? Yeah. You tell mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Uh, I think she won the Nobel Prize. <laughs> and you've got you've got an <laughs> and then you you've got Jeff Bridges, you've got an Oscar nominee in uh in in um in uh, your main man, Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. I thought he won an Oscar. No, no, he got nominated. Chaplin? He got nominated for Chaplin. Oh, okay. And uh, so you've got you've got four heavy hitters in there because Terrence Howard is is no scrub, but because he's the first one signed on, he gets the he gets the wheels turning. Right. And there was no standard for how they're going to pay people. And you got to think about Robert Downey Jr.'s career at the time. He kind of came out of left field as Tony Stark. Everybody loved the idea, but he yeah, was not he's it. he was not commanding what he commands now. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, Terrence Howard made the most money, so now that it looked like his role was getting whittled down, they came back to him and said, listen, it's not the same role that we paid him for mm. in the first one, which wasn't the same role anyway. Supposedly, it was 50% or 80% less than he made on the first one. Terrence Howard, this is all rumor. Uh, Terrence Howard's representatives were like, wah, wah, what? <laughs> and, and, what? what? And of course, the uh, the conversation you know turned into Marvel being like, you know what? They're not gonna go for this. Let's find an alternate. Look, and and when, you like the alternate? When there's as rumors, do I. When there's rumors of Robert Downey not coming back, John mm-hmm. uh, Favreau, John Favreau not coming, not coming yeah. back, and then all of a sudden they're committed for sure. We're ready to go, and the one that we lose is Terrence Howard. I'm all right with that. Yeah, That's I'm all right fine. with that. That's fine. I mean, I would have been all right with Don Gwen Cheadle leaving too. You know, you know, I thought she was fantastic, but what I'm thinking I now her. is now, now that yes. a lot of the story is in flux, yes. maybe there's a way that we can get you in there as bad guy terrorist in the background. I'd be fine with that. We can we can probably replace one of those bad guy terrorists in the background actors and get you in there I as a bad guy. It. All well, you have to do want... is shuffle back and forth in a turban like a Uzi or something in a cave. Or if we want to really uh, talk about reality, he could be cast as this guy. That that would be a really good role for him. <laughs> Iron Man, <laughs> it's Iron Man. Uh, g- g- if we can make your casting tape right now, go ahead and uh, look right. in the camera and and okay, this is you watching Iron Man fly overhead. Let's say you're, you're walking right. in New York City. Oh, can, can I be Can I be Iron Man in this? Okay, okay. okay. there me, he is. Okay, Iron Man. Do right do something. Left. You. I'll, I'll be Iron he's Man. Gonna be, be he's gonna be. He's gonna be Iron Man's flying he's be overhead. Iron Man. I'll be sound okay, you be Iron Man. You be sound effects. Give I'll give him give him like a, a buzz or something yeah, yeah. overhead. Give him an eye line. Give him an eye line. Your sound effects. Yeah. Okay. You have to approach first. Alright. This is it. Here we go. I just transformed. <laughs> I don't know. That was. I think you did some improvisational. Yeah, thing. Nice. You had to roll with it. That's what I was doing the same thing. Oh, sorry. Like, that, that could have been worse than that really campy. Remember that really campy chick with the mumpy cheeks in Spider-Man Two? Yes. Or what? It's Spider-Man. Everybody like, it remembers that like chick. Almost like it's from the '50s. It's Spider-Man. Like the way she said it. Had that weird. Yeah. It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man just stole that guy's pizza. So I think you pretty I much botched that. Brian, but you know what? Yeah, right. That went butt. really well, I think. Unless you were watching. Oh, okay. It's all right. We'll, we'll get you a, we are going to get you a role. Let's do this. We are determined to get Eventually you a role. Eventually, we're going to do this. Edgar Wright has confirmed me for Ant-Man. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah. We can't That's play true. doing an Iron Man movie. It'll fuck everything up. It's like, why did I, Ant-Man just stand there when there's obvious danger going down? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 cross promotion. It's like the he would, the uh, Captain America shield uh, in Iron Man. I don't Man. think you could be Henry Pym. 
or Hank Pym because it's obvious any girl or Henry could Pym. Be, they, they, well, they, yeah, Hank Pym could obviously any girl could beat the or shit Hector out of you. Pym. you know, I don't it, think it, you could it, be Hector Pym. It, it, it wouldn't be believable that he could beat it on a girl. No, yeah. but I could you, do this. So, like, but but you could be you could he, be Scott. He could yeah. beat off on a girl. I could do like while she was asleep. While she's asleep. The second she wakes up, though, you better be shrunken out the window. The second that girl shows up, she's like, "Why am I covered in goo?" She's like, "Is it real?" She's like, "Is there a light?" And she wakes up. You better be like out the window, all right? Because she's gonna step on your ass. She will whip your ass. Cut to Gilmore going through a wall. It's all fake. You should be Gustavo, Kip St. Paul's manservant. His job is to shrink down like Ant-Man and oh, sent nice. into the rectum. Oh, jeez. There you go. Or into the urethra. And it just start dancing so it feels good. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to turn on some mamba. Mar- do whatever Martin Short's like, why am I hearing music? I learned to step. <laughs> How do I get it? The thing, oh, with, the thing with Gustavo, though, he climbs up there in a suit all made out of feathers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Itiko, how does he talk? Hey, Jesus Christ. How would he talk if there was a guy dressed in a feathery outfit in his anus shaking? Quick, quick Gustavo, get in here. And then once he's in there shaking with the feathers, how would he sound? <laughs> oh, hell, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> um... So guys, Ooh. comics. We got to talk comics. Uh, Superman, this new Krypton thing. You you know about this? How DC is bringing all the Kryptonians. We got the city of Kandor up north with the, with the uh, Fortress of Solitude. They're all going to go out and start exploring the world. We got all these different Kryptonians flying around. Um, I picked up this issue. I fucking love Gary Frank's artwork. Um, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, and uh, is it Chris Robinson? Uh, is who's doing the. Uh, the actual Superman title Because you had Gary Frank and Jeff Johns On the action comics Right You had Robinson On Superman And then you had the guy Who was Robinson in, uh, His assistant Writing So he started writing Supergirl All three of those titles Are now Well all three of those titles Are now going to be part Of the storyline right. So you got like a, An X-Men style crossover right. In all of them Um are you looking forward to this? Because a part of me Is thinking I don't want to have to buy Two more titles To get this storyline Well because I really love just having Jeff Johns and Gary Frank running wild. I'm okay with... Uh, I'm getting Superman and action as it is. Okay. So I'm okay with getting one more. And has Robinson been Supergirl. as good as... Has his issues with Superman been as good as Jeff Johns? I mean, it's hard to compare. Here's the thing. And I'm gonna... I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of hate for this. But okay. I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay. All of you people that are hating on crypto can kiss my ass. So crypto, I have crypto not been reading Superman. Is awesome. I've been reading action the comics. The dog. I've been I've awesome. been reading action comics. I haven't been reading Superman. So crypto's a part, big part of Superman. And now I'm guessing he's going to be part of this. I mean, a how big, big part, of a part big, can he be? Not, he's not that big. He's like a, a part. He, he, had, it's, he, he had has one issue. Like, like when like when Hank and Cheese are on an episode. That's how crypto is. He had one issue like two uh-huh. issues ago, and I'm sorry, it's just. It's awesome. What happened? Yeah, was awesome. it like big he talks? Dog, he gets lost. He he, he doesn't back. talk, but he thinks. Like Ugh. you can see his his thoughts, and all of his thoughts are like, you know, man hurt owner, I kill man, I, I you know he just attacks the, the Atlas guy that was uh, beaten up on Superman, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. And the and Why? the crypto bit in that comic uh-huh. that you just held up, heartwarming. 
yeah. heartwarming. Because that, that's the one issue. If you guys have been reading action or you guys have just been reading Superman, I don't see how you could only be reading... I mean, action's the shit. Yeah. Uh, that's the issue that kind of starts blending them all together because it looks like going forward the storylines are all going to be interlaced. Um, I, think I, I think I am going to try and get all three issues and start reading them to get the complete story. But mm-hmm. um, you've got to worry because there's that rumor that comics are going to go from two ninety nine to three ninety nine. That's ridiculous. Is this a possibility? What will you have to change? I feel if like that, it's like gas that, now. If that it's like, happens, now we have burrito priced comics. Yeah, that's. <laughs> what do you think? Are you gonna be able to like? What are you gonna? You're gonna have to shave books. I, I think I'll be okay, but the normal, you know, nineteen twenty year old reader that's in college or you know they're gonna you. Uh, it's gonna be scratch, you know, scrounging for change. I can barely to buy afford it now. Yeah. You know what I'm doing now? I haven't done it in ten years. I'm going through all my old books. You see, like I have boxes around my my room of comics. I'm taking the comics I can sell, and uh, and just to make right money for the rest of you know the next couple of years of comics, I'm gonna sell the ones that I really don't want to keep around anymore. Right. You know, a lot of comics. Archie. Yeah, Archie's gone. Yeah. Archie's gone, and um, and uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. And uh, well, those would be keepers. Those all my all amazing. my old all my old Poison Elves comics. Okay. <laughs> Remember Poison Elves? No, I don't. Oh, the, what was never, the naughty never, one? The naughty one? There was a naughty one. I remember in Philadelphia when I was a student going down there, and there was one like porno elves comic that was for like goth chicks and shit like that. You know what I mean? And we used to joke about it all the time in the comic store at the counter. You have those kind of jokes. <laughs> I was gonna say, who's this weed? But poison, that you're no, no, poison about elves. Poison elves was was a, was a series, uh, like in high school, and the creator ended up dying of like some disease. But a lot of people, you know, it was during like the was crow. Dysentery. Remember like the crow and like he had, he had Johnny the homicidal maniac right, and all that shit. Right. Poison elves was popular in that era of like. We'll read fucking anything. We, we'll we'll read we'll read Creed. <laughs> Remember Creed? Think, I can't think of a single person that actually read the Elf book. Oh come on! Not one person. When I when I sold my Poison Elves, I sold them for way above cover price. To a really really stupid no person. no a comic store a comic book store. Right. But uh, there was that like mid nineties late nineties era where it was like people were buying shit like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac right. that shit was really popular yeah, yeah. Poison Elves was one of those because I remember reading a story like in the early part of this decade when when the creator of Poison Elves died there was like something up about it and I was like holy shit people knew that guy because <laughs> I, I remember those books do you remember Creed it was like an image takeoff book the the artist writer ended up getting a job doing a ghost writer revamp and that was about the end of his career but creed was like the shit everybody was looking for what it. did he look like the artist had kind of a like a like a mcfarlane takeoff style okay. and that's why he was popular um a lot of those image produ- creators created like a, an atmosphere where a lot of their take like imitators mm-hmm. ended up not only doing like being they never got as big as they did but they were technically uh, like superior after a while like the people who followed Todd McFarlane on Spawn, Spawn yeah they ended up being better than Todd McFarlane which is looking back on it now kind of easy I, I look <laughs> back on Todd McFarlane stuff and I'm like really I was that impressed at, at everybody Todd had a, everybody had a forehead that was like kind of like chromagged down yeah I, I, awesome. like it was like th- their foreheads were all top heavy and it looks like every 
little millimeter had to have some kind of scratch on it. Just like, just a little hatch mark here and one here. And <laughs> there couldn't be a clean part of anything. But you still got Mark Silvestri and Jim Lee who are still the top of their games. Sure, absolutely. Like, nobody has imitated style and done better than them. No, God, no. You know what I mean? We um, danced with Jim Lee at Comic-Con. You danced with them. I was in a screening, but you danced with them. We, and we, we freaked some uh, middle-aged bitches together. You and Jim Lee? Yeah. They were all taller than you guys, too? Yeah. Is he as short <laughs> as you are? Uh, a little shorter, actually. Holy shit. Yeah, but he's wow. Asian. But he's Asian, successful, So that's why he can't really play Ant-Man. Smooth. Right. Uh, yeah. That's why he can't play Ant-Man. He's Asian. He's a handsome man. Okay. I don't even feel comfortable. <laughs> um, what else have you been reading? You read? You don't read comics. You're waiting for the video games to start up. <laughs> then you're gonna fucking no, I, blow. I, I I read them from time to time. I'm not. I haven't invested much. In, so give me all yours. So I can but catch Clark, up what's the stuff that that recently you've been blown away with that my audience wants to hear about? I'm gonna show our you. audience. You guys are writing on the fucking high. Our audience. Uh, Did and, you shut uh, off your goddamn mic? No. You, you can, come on. You son of a bitch. He, 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 you're a part of the conversation. <laughs> Why? What happened? No, what did I do? Stop Clark. shutting it on and off. Clark, what, what's the stuff the first time about? the entire time I've shut it off. Nope. The, the clicking's from his jaw. The clicking's from his jaw. The clicking's from his jaw. Oh, is that what you're doing? That's that much more annoying. It's mm. just because. Well, now I'm doing it just to piss you off. <laughs> I know, I just want to keep start doing this the whole time. As people turn, turn off their iPods. Oh, oh, my God. It's like, I just want to keep doing that. Listenership. <laughs> Wait, do you mean or I probably mean Oh. Uh, so Clark, what do you recommend if kids, somebody's going to go to the comic book store in the last week, last right. two weeks, what, what do you recommend they pick up? Let's see. What do I recommend that they pick up? Oh, fuck. What did you I have could... on that sandwich? Mm, he told us when he um... came in onions. We know he's self-conscious about it. Thank you. Lay off. Thank you. I Thank got you. you. I got oh. you, Clark. Oh, oh so that nice. Was, that was close. So Onion, um, onion friend. What I mean, I, I'm I'm really really good at at giving advice on what non comic book readers should read, but it has to be I have to know the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the last company that I was working for, I probably had 200 people in that company, and I was known as the guy that you could go to and say, okay, what should I read? I go, you should read fables. Right. You Depending on read, what the person likes. You know, right. Why the last man? And Every time I got them hooked. But some of our listeners are already comic book fans. Yep. What, what are some of the stuff? What are some of the things that you were like, "Oh shit, that what was a really good I issue." Read? You guys have never well, done this. No, I've you, you've never recommended comics to no, your good buddy no, Anthony. Tomasco, I only do it when somebody asks me. I'm, I'm not a pusher. Fucking a. You're like a genie. I'm, I'm, what a, I'm I an read? advice giver. Okay, he's what asking you now. What do you think? What should you Knowing read? he likes if I, and children, well, I'll tell you if I've read it. This is it's it's going to sound sad because we've already talked about it. It's just going to sound like I've. I'm Pre- not. I can't think of anything. Preacher. Good, but preacher. Absolutely. Okay. What else? You have. You. I have like a twisted, uh, sick and twisted sensibility to it. It was yeah. a lot of humor. You. You would. That's a really you would good love one. Preacher. Yeah. You would All live right. there. So give it to me. He did. I mean, but I you think you would probably all. like Walking Dead too because he's a zombie fan. Uh, unless Prop Eight goes through. <laughs> I don't know. That's not funny at all. <laughs> You're localizing the the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> what about all the the viewers in New Zealand? New Zealand, Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Bell. Mark Bell. Yeah. Um, Why do you keep bringing it up? You are so. Good. Proposition Eight here in uh, California. I'm terrified. Is, is against <laughs> gay marriage, Ugh, and God. Brian is afraid that it's going to pass, and he's going to have to break the news to his lover that they can no longer have a marriage. What about the- George Takai? 
Uh, what about George uh, well, the guy? He already got married. He got married. Wait, does that mean that it becomes a civil it's union? From, it's from there on. Out. It becomes it was, a. They take shit away. It's not like they're just saying you can't. Oh, do they it. absolutely. They're I'm. Like I'm absolutely against it. It's I, you're, horrible. You're absolutely. I think right. we're all gonna vote. The reason I, I, I want to vote against Proposition Eight is I'm like fuck it. Now you guys will see what it's like. My dad's in his third marriage. See you motherfuckers deal with your fucking shit. What? You didn't get a prenup? I didn't get a prenup. Oh my god, I didn't get a prenup. What like, was I thinking? Like you're opening up Jesus a fucking bag. Of, like you're opening up a box of snakes, my friends, for yourselves. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if they outlawed marriage for straight dudes, it's party time. <laughs> you could go beyond four years in your relationship without somebody looking across the table at you being like have anything to say to me like is there going to be a future of this like Clark how long have you been with your woman uh it'll be two years on Tuesday what I mean Laura and I are three and a half years and I swear to god she thought I was going to propose to her at um Coco's oh Coco's we were at Coco's getting a fucking salad Coco's for those of you is like a Denny's you know it's like a a Caro's yeah it's like a Caro's right like like so we're at Coco's (laughs) and um and we we're just we we're, we're at Coco's and we we're like having like Cobb salad. salads, <laughs> and this is so fucking ba- like we we're at fucking Coco's, and I you know and I'm just telling her stuff that I usually tell her like uh, you know I love you I really appreciate you stuff like that. Maybe I was going on a little bit, but she got really calm and like oh my god she started getting like this oh my god feeling oh my god <laughs> feeling, and I said fuck no Clark. <laughs> so so the whole time I'm, 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 you know I'm telling her some stuff and I start to slow down because I realize she's getting this look like is this it is this it and I go what are you doing and she goes I thought you were going to propose to me and I said at I fucking Coco's <laughs> yeah right well I can imagine her with her girlfriends because they love talking about this shit well we were at Coco's <laughs> eating $8 Cobb salads, and they just brought us iced tea. <laughs> I hey. just got our, I, we just got our second yeah. refill. How fucking great a story would that be for your wow. fucking grandkids? Oh, yeah, we were at Coco's. Were at Coco's. I was paying, and um, Deadbeat over here decided to propose with a plastic spider ring. Because that's about all. Yeah. And he put the ring in my side of ranch. Yeah, do, you like, do you like my ring? Dude. Here, here yeah. have a fry, and the no, ring is, I is on the fry. I would have been like, excuse me, can I get it's a straw like a for my soda? I then would have scrunched the, like saw, the, the straw wrapper down, wrapped it into a thing, and put it around her finger. <laughs> and been like, oh, hope it doesn't rain, or you'll lose your, your engagement ring. Because, oh dude, what the fuck? But, 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 but there, gets, there gets to be that point. We're still talking about marriage here. There gets to be that point where your significant yeah, other starts saying, how long have you been with your girlfriend? Two and a half years. I mean, come on! You guys are starting to get to the fucking danger zone here. Yes. Highway to the danger zone. Maybe I will vote to outlaw marriage on Tuesday, hoping that if they outlaw for the gays, one day they may outlaw for the heteros. No, because then they'll teach heterosexual fucking marriage in In school. Yeah, that's true. So guys, yeah, what do you think? Forbid. Fuck that! I'm voting against Proposition. I'm voting for Proposition Eight right now. You're a piece of shit. You take that. I, you are kidding. I, I don't want anybody getting married. Yeah, you're kidding, John. Especially uh, I don't like where this is going. I remember the especially me five minutes ago when we were talking about how talking about Prop Eight would probably not work yes. because it's so localized. They, they know what it is though. They know what it is now. No, it's a national thing. We're one of the no, few it's not. states that yes, it have is. like It's going to become thing. a national thing. Well, I hope so. It'll become a national thing if it passes, and then it'll go to the Supreme Court, and then we'll have a situation like Roe v. Wade, well, when the states get their heads out of their asses and just fucking let it go. Well, uh, let it. Go. If See Bill Maher who cares? Start the show. Yeah. 
Sorry. I saw him. Chris he was, Gore he was is a coming dick. in in the next half hour. Uh, he kind of a douche. Yeah, he was at the mansion. Bill Maher? He was a dick. Douche. He is very arrogant, but I love his opinions. His show, I like his show, but he was just... There's, there was a maze. Oh, yeah, you worked at the Playboy Mansion. My, my audience doesn't know this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you worked hey, as, like, a greeter. Not, yeah. At the Playboy awesome. Mansion. Uh, yeah, a fluffer. Fluffer. In, in, in... What? Oh, then we gotta start talking video games. That's why I said. That. Oh, to, to come on, get, tell me at like twenty five thirty. Yeah. About oh my god. Okay. So anyway, so, uh, Obama. Any? This is good. I'd rather talk about. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Well, we, we've had enough of that bullshit. No, we all know what we're voting for. So listen. I'm writing in Sarah Palin. <laughs> so video games. Yes. Uh, Pulitzer ton of, Prize ton of stuff has come Sarah out recently. Uh, yes. I played the Mirror's Edge demo. I thought I it was, was fun. I was play it this week. But you know what? I'm telling you guys right now, uh, it's probably going to go in the same bin as Stranglehold as something that's stylistically your, pretty cool. Set your expectations and, low. Uh, Clark, get and the fuck back here. Clark, this is his zone. Yeah, but you, come this on. This is his moment. Clark, I'm letting him shine. Clark, you look like you're not even on the couch right now. I want you with me. Your head so, looks tiny when you get back there. You look like I a have, Goomba from Super Mario Brothers. I have yeah. a tiny head. So we got... Um, <laughs> No, we got. We, we no, got. You don't. That, that's my impression of Mirror's Edge. I thought it was fun. I thought it had. A, a, you know, it, it's cool for what it is. Yeah. But I think it's a little. It, it might end up being a little bit too much style over substance. Yeah. Um, but God, it looked great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll play the demo. The Banjo Kazooie demo I played as well. This game is too big. It, it doesn't have the strength of most platformers. Like I lo- really like them. I, I'm a big platformer adventure guy. Mario Galaxy was my favorite game of last year as you guys know this one seemed like it was too open not you know not enough this, direction this for banjo kazooie nuts and bolts yeah and mm-hmm. and guys the text is fucking minuscule and i know i'm on a smaller tv than most but even then i was like wait what did the guy say you know i can't I read the all this right there's a ton like of text a lot of developers really are really forgetting that not everybody has an hd tv because even when I'm on, on an HD TV, sometimes the text is too small. So it's like, how can you possibly see what's on that screen if you're on anything but an HD TV? Yeah. The I, text is just too fucking small. I just feel like this game, you know, the first Banjo-Kazooie kind of followed the, the what had been set up by uh, Mario 64. Mm. You know? Uh, I thought it was a really fun game. This one seems like uh, there's just too much to fucking do. You can build all sorts of different machines. It may not be a good thing to be able to have... That kind of a uh, of a mechanic in the game because it's it's just too much. We just want to jump on fucking Goombas. The fun, the appeal of those adventure platform games were how simple they were. Like take a note out of uh, take a take a note out of uh, Braid. Braid's playbook. You know that game was extremely simple and immensely satisfying. Yeah. Um, but that's enough of that. We got to talk about Fallout Three. <laughs> this is a game that you've been addicted to yeah, since it released pretty religiously this week. Uh, a couple of you guys on the forums at Geekscape.net have been talking about this game, and I guess across the board, everyone who's played this game is putting hours and hours and hours into this game. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. Let How does it, has it set up? Because I'm thinking of like, <laughs> when I see the, the pictures, I'm like, okay, it looks like a Half-Life. It looks like a first-person shooter that I know, but you're telling but it me it's a very it open it world. Yeah, it's a very open world, and it doesn't play like a first-person shooter just simply because the the one of the things that I mentioned in my post is... I don't know, maybe I'm just spoiled in the, the, the finer control that you get from something mm. like Call of Duty 4. Mm. You don't have that in Fallout because because it's all skill-based. So even if you are aiming specifically at someone's head, sometimes you'll still miss. So it's a little bit frustrating in that sense. But if you use the VAT system... Mm, what, what is this, what's the VAT system? VATS, Vault-Tec Assisted Targeting System. It, it puts you basically in like a... 
like a what's the term like a like an enhanced sense yeah like it, it it lets you target specific body parts or like if you wanted to shoot a grenade out of someone's hand you could do it oh wow and it would like blow up in their hand and it always goes to with like a cinematic slow motion version whenever you're shooting at somebody in bats so if they blow up or come apart it's all slow and all the pretty sound cool effects are like as heads are flying in strange directions I mean, and stuff like that it's an open world there's a ton of stuff to do and a lot of different weapons and did you play oblivion people. i didn't I did because I, 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 I knew I was just I would say sink it's hours a, into that. Yeah, it, it's a time sink. It's Oblivion with, with guns basically. Although you know, but Oblivion to me felt like very smaller. much like an RPG. Yeah, that I was going to get it to play. This is an RPG as well. Yeah, it's an RPG. Absolutely. I had no idea that Fallout Three was an RPG. It's an RPG. You get levels and skills, and but it's action, strength. Yeah, it's an action-based RPG, and Oblivion yeah. was as well, right? You're slashing yeah. with a sword and doing and spells and stuff. Oblivion, yeah, but the. You know the beautiful thing about Fallout is, you know, it's like a familiar world. You, you know, you're in the capital city in Washington D.C. and you get to see it all destroyed. And there's these gigantic yellow mutants who are like walking around at the Washington Monument, which which has gotten its ass fucked up too. So is it strictly survival, or is there like a plot here? No, there's an and you go and get missions plot. and stuff like that. Yeah, you get missions from different people. Yeah, I mean, it's like any, it's like any old school RPG. You go and you talk to people in town, and they're like, "Oh, I lost my puppy," and then you go find their puppy, and you know, that's not an actual mission, but. I always hated that stuff because oh. I would never do that. I don't expect I got to yell that loudly. What? If, if I like, if I had some, <laughs> if, if I, had, like, I hate doing that. Have you guys played that game? It's like you're fucking yelling plays on the side of lines or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I always hated that because if you're doing something as important as like saving the world or some shit like that, I'm not gonna find someone's puppy. Like I don't. That that I'm just that's basically the way the gameplay is. You're given mission parameters, and then you go and you you do specific things. Actually, one of my favorite parts of the game is you go and find this woman's violin, and it's just kind of seems like such a simple FedEx quest. But I suppose when you think about it on a philosophical level, it's like the world has been destroyed, and this is probably the last true musical instrument left on Earth. And if you you know if you're playing for eight hours straight, and you, you, your eyes are going screwy, and you get philosophical, you'd be like, wow, that's kind of profound. And then you shoot something in the head and it explodes. And then, you, <laughs> then you go right back to, like, you know, savoring it from a Ricky So Ricardo you love that standpoint. game. But did did you put down Dead Space to, to play this game? Because you were playing Dead Space. Yeah, I was playing Dead Space, too. And you, that did, did really, you finish really it? Good. I didn't. I wasn't able to. I just rented it. Okay. But uh, that one's also... That one's worth a rental, but a very solid rental. Uh-huh. That's a very solid you, rental. That's not, not a purchase. I probably wouldn't purchase it. Not mm. unless you were desperate for the achievements. See, Fallout Three was a, was a game that I was excited about, uh, moder- moderately. But yeah. but th- then now that these reviews are coming out, that are amazing, uh, and and we got tons of Geekscape kids saying that they're just loving it. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I f- it looks like I'm gonna have some time on my hands, I might be playing this game. Play Fallout, absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. We got Gears coming up next week, so. Yeah, it's been a busy three weeks. Dead Space, Fallout Three, <laughs> and now ge- now Gears. And we got Left for Dead out. coming out beyond that. Uh, Shit. Can't wait I think High School Musical Dance yep. It is coming out. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Mm. I'm excited. Fallout That's 3. Nice. I, I want to check that one out. Absolutely. Um, you, you own a Wii? You own a Wii. I own everything. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 Wii, <laughs> the Wii is one of those systems where it's like, it, it, I really wish they would put some fucking games out for that motherfucker that you could play with somebody other than your 12-year-old nephew. And... <laughs> And Says the man who, who, like two minutes ago, was like, "Yeah, Super Mario Galaxy was my favorite game of no, last yeah. year." But it was fun, was it not? It was awesome. My twelve-year-old nephew wouldn't want to fucking play that. He'd want to play something else, you know. He'd want to play p- pony catching. Um, 
Pony catching? There's tons of those fucking pony games. You know those third-person cash-in pony games for the Wii? Um, (laughs) Nintendo. I I, I want to play. I want to play this Wii game Conduit that's coming out, and it got and it looks like it's actually getting published. It's a first-person shooter. It looks pretty damn impressive. Uh, Beyond that, you've got a House of the Dead game that looks pretty cool. They made it look like a like a grindhouse. And, I mean, I'm starved for a game that I can play for that system that's basically just sitting in the other room. Uh, there was an announcement. I loved it what I saw from the Punch-Out, but there was an announcement yeah. that the original GameCube Pikmin is getting reimagined really? for the Wii. It's on the release schedule for some time, hopefully in 2009. That was a damn fun game. Okay. Did you ever play Pikmin? Never played Pikmin. I did. Oh, the only oh. time I saw Pikmin was when I was playing uh, Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. No, Pikmin, you, you land on this planet, you go around, and you have to plant little seeds in the ground that pop up different colors and the different colored Pikmin could do different things for you almost like lemmings I miss the days when and video work games your way were different basically puzzles. acid trips oh this game <laughs> yeah. is crazy it's one of those fucking those games where, where Miyamoto was like oh I was raising a puppy I'm gonna go make Nintendogs oh I was whatever the fuck his ideas were that led to Mario on Pikmin he was like I was gardening so now I have Pikmin it's like this crazy bastard gets ideas from everything what he says he needs to stop talking to people meanwhile he's like tab of acid the walls are bleeding um so it does look like there's a little bit of good stuff for the Wii owners on the horizon but you know what I'm looking forward to a DSi okay DS with cameras and shit like that that looks cool doesn't seem like there's that much more to it um you can put you know because it has a memory card you can put music in it and then you can uh accent do you have a PSP I do. It's right over there. Do you have any music in that PSP? Dude, I have nothing in the PSP. Awesome. Good point. Good point. Great point. Clark. But you know what? I sat on my... But I but I used my DS. I don't use my PSP. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. DS I actually played. The PSP I play when I have a game. I beat right. it. I yeah. put it down forever. Exactly. Yeah. Something yeah, about the PSP doesn't make me want to interact with it too much. I don't know what the difference is because no. it's technically a superior system than the DS. Yeah, Why am absolutely. I spending more time with the DS? Because they have better games. Same reason you're spending more time with the Xbox than the PS3. Yeah. yeah. Um, great point on the Clark, MP3s. Clark is full of... That is a great point. There's so much shit that comes with MP3s. It's like, oh, and it has an MP3 player. Yeah. It's like, I have an iPod. I could not care less. Exactly. I think, I think exactly. Nintendo may have been very smart in that idea of not putting a DVD or a Blu-ray player in their Wii. You know what I mean? Because most TVs that have it already have those things set up. You know? Uh, not so What do you much. think? Not do you so play much. DVDs off your 360? Or your yes. PS, uh, your PS3, yeah. I can see you PS3, using as a Blu-ray. Absolutely. I can see you using that as your Blu-ray player, just because here's, there's here's no the reason though. to buy a Blu-ray player after that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Nintendo does not need that at all. Right. It, I don't think Nintendo will ever need that. Xbox sure as hell needs that. But you think it needs a Blu-ray player? I think player? Xbox loses a lot of cash to PlayStation because PlayStation has blu-ray yeah most hmm. people you know like bj even only reason he has a ps3 is because it's a cheap blu-ray right. yeah exactly right. that's nuts um so guys i think we're wrapping up the episode i gotta tell you uh we're gonna have a geekscape picnic Ooh. a geeknik uh, are we okay on time a, I mean, just, a geeknik yeah. a geek no guys last like year it. you weren't a part of the geekscape deal I- Every, every fall, we throw a Geekscape picnic. Can I come? You're the cutest thing I've ever seen. Aww. You're adorable. You Fuck guys, yeah, You bitches. guys should be there. <sighs> Fucking will be there. Uh, <laughs> we have a Geekscape picnic. It's going to be on the 14th. That's two weeks from now, about a week and a half from the release Fuck of this yeah. episode. 
here in LA. 14th. 14th of November. Huh? 14th of November. Is there? Are, Wait, are, there, are there going to be any like gay marriages there? Date. We can have a gay marriage. What? Why does it sound like an important date? The 14th for another reason. It's not. It's um, oh no! Fucking oh, oh. Uh, uh, um, James Bond comes out. No, fuck Quantum, James Bond. Quantum um, I want to see it. The fourteenth. The fourteenth. I guess is that Friday. We're gonna do that Saturday, the fifteenth. Okay. So that Saturday, the fifteenth, we're already gonna have all seen JCVD, which is what I'm gonna watch instead of fucking Quantum of the exact same movie that you've seen thirty years. Uh, see it. I'm gonna watch the John Claude Van Damme movie that Friday night. <laughs> I'll be super pumped for the Geekscape picnic that Saturday, the fifteenth. I'm guessing is that. Um, we're going to do the picnic then And uh, it, it's going to be on the west side of LA this time We've been going to Griffith Park the last couple of years Nobody fucking lives on the east side Everyone's uh, right here Everybody right? lives on the west yeah. side I, I, I would be happier So Griffith let's Park. do yeah, no, a west side I, I would, Geekscape I would, I would picnic be, uh, uh, On that Saturday I, I like Culver City Culver City-ish, Santa Monica-ish Somewhere too in bad. there yeah. Griffith Park Too bad uh, no, We're going to do it No Gay marriage Griffith Park we showed up last year And I totally Everybody blanked that they had fires can, can they wouldn't we ask the audience if, if anyone wants to get gay married on the fifteenth to have it at the the Geekscape? Oh, Proposition nine, the, the Proposition eight does not pass. Come to the Geekscape and watch these two fuckers get married and then bang well, no each other. Today, by this time, by, by, this, by the time this airs, airs you will you we will, will know. know if Brian's fears have any weight because you are scared that you and Antoine can't go and get married. Please go vote. Please go. Please, vote. please. Allow him wouldn't go it be vote. awesome if we had a cool like vote lesbo no wedding? Puppy. Well, except if you're. A it's never who you want to see. Oh, it's I don't know. Never the lesbians you want to see. Maybe you. Every everybody should vote. Just vote for Barack Obama. Um, sorry, I went there. Oh, man. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can kiss my ass. The Democrats aren't the ones who are gonna shoot you, motherfucker. Oh, it's always you know. I don't get it. Because they don't have guns. Yeah. they're not black. So I, no, I got it. it was, what? 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 This is the best. What? So guys, listen. So we got the picnic coming up. Huh? Geekscape.net. Uh, We've got a MySpace, uh, MySpace.com/slash/GeekscapeNet. We have a Facebook group. You can go on Facebook and search for Geekscape. You'll find a lot of us, and you'll find that group. Befriend us. Um, and of course, you can go to Geekscape.net and get yourself a T-shirt like the one I'm wearing. Uh, they come in black. They come in green. And uh, you get a free pin with every order. So um, we're going to go cuddle now. These are my cuddle bitches. Um, we'll see you guys next week Brian, with a review of, uh, I think, Role Models comes out. Come here, Brian. Come here. Oh, Brian. Brian, can you come here? Um, Brian, do your acting again with the Iron Man thing. Hey, Brian, look, Iron Man's acting. there's Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man's acting. Here I go. Watch out for my robo-poo. Brian, Brian, you may never have a job as an actor. I'm not the actor here. This is this is the most romantic ending to any Geekscape episode I ever. Of, I hope we're out of tape. I hope we are. Come to the Geekscape picnic and shoot me. <laughs>